Welcome to A Love Like This. I'm Abby. I'm Paige. And I'm Ben. And we are so glad that you are here. As we sit down each week with some amazing guests and close friends, our hope is that you would be encouraged to take heart in the troubles of this world and would start living a more abundant and fruitful life. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of A Love Like This. This week, um, it's just me, Abby, today, and I wanted to do something a little bit different. I know that we've been having these episodes, these kind of solo episodes, but I feel like it's been really, I guess, personal to each of us. So this week, I just I really wanted to take it as an opportunity just to give you guys some encouragement some reflection time I guess to just let the words that I read today just kind of wash over you um, and hopefully it will speak to your heart as a reminder of who God is the God that we serve and because of that it's a reminder of who we are in him and how we are called to live our lives You know, I keep telling everybody that I failed my first uni assessment as if it's something that I'm proud of. And I know a lot of my close friends are sort of going through a similar thing where uni's just felt like we're drowning, you know, within it. Um, And that's no way to live anymore. And I've put in place some things this week of time management and organisations. And I've had just the most fruitful week. I've loved this week so much. And I want to say that about every week. But I can't say that without acknowledging the fact that throughout this week, I've had those be still and know that I'm God moments. Those moments where I've just sat and where I've just really sat in His presence and recognized the bigness like of, the, of God, you know, and I reminded myself of the God that I serve. And I think having those moments is so crucial um, and then they're so important because when we do that, we are reminded of the work that we are called to do here on earth. You know, I the amount of times this week I wanted to throw up my hand and say, no, nah, I'm done. I failed. I can't be bothered. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I've done that this week and I refuse to do that again because my twin sister, Paige, which you all know very well, she reminded me of that in the pressing and in the crushing, God is making new wine in us, you know, and it's something that we spoke about at Connect last night too. And Wes said it, he said that we need to persevere during those times because God wants to show us something. He wants to reveal something about our character and who we are in Him. And He wants to make us into this, you know, this this new human, this new creation that looks like Christ. And so I think those moments of failure are actually really crucial. But to have those moments post-failing, um, post-stress, post-anxiety attack, post-panic attack, whatever it may be that you're going through, to have those be still and know that I'm God moments, to recognize the God. God that we serve. So that's what I just want to invite us into today. It's probably going to be a really short episode, um, but I just hope that it, I don't know, encourages your heart this week. I'm also really sick right now. So there's that. But I just hope these words sort of wash over you. And these are the words from Priscilla Shire from her sermon, Who's Your Daddy? And I love this so much. I have to read this pretty much every day to remind myself of the God that I serve. But I just hope that, you know, we are, as I read these words, you are reminded of who God is. And I think it's so necessary. It is so necessary. We can get a quick fix from church and listening to sermons and worship and all those things are great, but nothing compares to just the beautiful reality of simply knowing Jesus for who He is in your life, you know, having that intimate relationship with Him. It's so important. So I want to read this out to you and I want to follow it off, um, 
follow it by reading a psalm, one of my favorite psalms in the world. And we'll just compile it all together and I just hope that it speaks life to you in some way. He's the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He's the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He's the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was, always is, and always will be, unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised but brought healing. He was pierced but eased pain. He was persecuted but brought freedom. He was dead and brings life, risen to bring power. He reigns to bring peace. The world can't understand him, armies can't defeat him, schools can't explain him, and leaders can't ignore him. You remind yourself that he is light, he is love, he is longevity, and he is the Lord. He is goodness and kindness and faithfulness, and he is God. He is holy and righteous and powerful and pure. His ways are right, his word eternal, his will unchanging, and his mind is on us. He is our savior, our guide, our peace, our joy, our comfort, our Lord, and he rules our lives. I follow him because he is the wisdom of the wise, the power of the powerful, the ancient of days, and the ruler of all rulers, the leader of all leaders. His goal is a relationship with me. He will never leave you, never forsake you, never mislead you, never forget you, never overlook you, and never cancel your appointment in his appointment book. When you fall, he will lift you up. When you fail, he will forgive you. When you are weak, he's strong. When you are lost, he's your way. When you are afraid, he's your courage. When you stumble, he will steady you. When you are hurt, he's going to heal you. When you are broken, he will mend you. When you are blind, he will lead you. When you are hungry, he will feed you. And when you face trials, he is with you. When I face persecution, he shields me. When I face problems, he will comfort me. When I face loss, he'll provide for me. And when we face death, he will carry us all home to meet him. He's everything for everybody, everywhere, every time and in every way. He is your God and that is who you belong to. O Lord, you have searched me and have known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, my entire life, everything that I do. You understand my thoughts from afar. You see my path and my lying down. Even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before, and you have placed your hand upon me. Such infinite knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high above me. I cannot reach it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed and shield, behold, you are there. If I take the winds of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will take hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me and the night will be the only light around me. Even the darkness is not dark to you and conceals nothing from you. But the night shines as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. For you formed my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks and praise to you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and intricately and skillfully formed in the depths of the earth. 
Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written, the days that were appointed for me, when as yet there was not one of them even taking shape. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I could count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there is any wicked or hurtful way in me. And lead me in the everlasting way, now and forever.